Uh, don't you love Ticketmaster? The uh, Billy Joel show over in Niagara Falls. I don't blame the venue for this, uh, but uh, Billy Joel's seats, uh, second row, $3,103 per seat. Oh, plus $403 in fees and taxes. So uh, you're looking at uh, about $3,500 Canadian per ticket, unless you accept the tickets and then you go to check out and they raise the prices uh, again on you. Uh, so you've got, like I said, you got a uh, 5,000-seat venue, 5,000 people competing for a guy who just played the stadium uh, a year ago, what, September? So uh, had a lot of fun with uh, with Ticketmaster. No way. But it, look, it's it's supply and demand. If uh, people are willing to do it, then people are willing to do it. Uh, I can think of a lot better use of seven thousand bucks than uh, going to see Billy Joel for a night. No disrespect, of course, to Billy Joel. All right. So uh, the other night, uh, Sunday night, leaving a restaurant, going down Arrow between the airport tunnel and Worley, a deer. Bounded directly in front of the car. It was as fast as the blink of an eye. I only missed it because I wasn't doing the speed limit. I was doing under the speed limit, and I'm glad I did because otherwise that deer, it it was running from something. And it dawned on me later that how many times have you seen two deer in a row cross the road, chasing each other, maybe frolicking or playing or in rut, and uh, it just, have you actually hit one? And I'm kind of proud of my ability to uh, kind of anticipate these things, but at the same time, I say that with guarded um, words because I may have just cursed myself. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here's a story we we might not believe, but I guess it's true. This is, uh, (laughs) this is uh, Brian in Lackawanna. Brian, hello. Hey, hi, how you doing, Tom? Yes, sir. Hey, I just wanted to tell you a little story about when I hit a deer on my bicycle. On a bicycle. uh, Okay, this is going to be very interesting. Yeah, I've, I've never hit a hit a deer in my car, thankfully, but I was about 19 years old, and uh, I was on a, uh, we'll just say a bike ride, and there were probably a couple hundred bikers, and we're all going down the road out by Tift, um, right around Route 5 along the water, and two deer, it's, it's about like 1, 2 in the morning, so it's pretty dark, uh, but we're riding maybe 15, 20 miles an hour, like 200 bikers, and two deer come out from the right side of the road. One of them hits a guy up uh, ahead of me to my right, wipes him out, and he wipes out a couple of other bikers that were behind him. And then the other one, I swear this thing, it wove between every single bike, and it came and it took my bike right out from under me, and it uh, it did. It happened very fast in the blink of an eye, you know, and... Uh, some some part of the deer or something hit my my abdomen and I got a nice nice little scar there now and uh, my handlebars were all twisted up and my brake lines were snapped my rim was all bent up and you know it was uh, definitely a story for the grandchildren. Good good lord! Well, how, how much grass. how much money did it uh, take to uh, to fix the the handlebars and to for the rim job? Uh, well, the tires aren't too expensive. I mean, it, I don't know, probably like a hundred bucks. It was a nice bike though. I was a little upset. 
Well, I, I would be a lot upset, but uh, the you talk about a scar on your abdomen. Um, were you bleeding? Uh, no, I, I well a little bit. I was had a little bit of a road burn or something. I don't know because it happened really fast. I don't know if it was the hoof of the deer that like oh. came up and hit me or something. I, I really don't know. Sounds to me like fast. you. It sounds to me like you were targeting at some point in your life, sir. You have aggravated a deer. It's some something. I don't know. It's some kind of retaliation. It, it, it came up to me, it slammed into me, and then it ran off, and I have no idea what happened to it. Well, uh, obviously you did not hit it with the force necessary to uh, kill it, but, well, thank God you, you were okay. How would the other people on their bikes make out? There's the first guy who took out a couple of other bicyclists. Uh, he, to my knowledge, was, uh, was all right. Um, I'm sure he... Ended up with a few scrapes himself. I, uh, you know, I wiped out obviously, and I was with a couple of my friends, and they, you know, they came to check up on me and see how I was doing. And eventually, I ended up getting the ride from my friend's father, and he came and picked us up because my bike was obviously unrideable. Good grief! So good. It good. was a, it was an eventful night. Uh, eventful would be one way to say it, and I'm not asking this, I'm not calling you at 3 o'clock in the morning and asking you this in a sultry voice, but uh, what were you wearing? What was I wearing? Yeah, I uh, was shorts, were you wearing like uh, spandex, what were you wearing? <laughs> I, so actually, I remember the shirt I was wearing, I was wearing a, uh, a free t-shirt I got from when I donated blood with the American Red Cross, and I only know because it tore up the sleeve of it when I fell. Damn. And uh, I still have that shirt, but I was probably wearing shorts. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you, man, I'm glad you're alive uh, and well to tell the story of hitting a deer on a bicycle. And, and this was by Tift Farm. Yeah, it was out by Tift, out along the water. Wow. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Brian. I appreciate the call. Hey, um, yeah. I, I've got I've got something for you guys. I mentioned Forest Lawn earlier. How many of you have hit a deer on the 198 or on Delaware Avenue by the S-curves by the cemetery? Or, for that matter, Delavan? I mean, you don't, you think of these things as suburban problems, but these deer, it, for, you drive in Forest Lawn, it is very easy to spot deer. There's a thriving, perhaps overly thriving population of deer at Forest Lawn. I don't know exactly what they can do about it, but it's got everything a deer would want. It's got fresh water, it's got plenty of stuff to eat, and uh, nobody's going to do it any harm. have never seen a coyote in Forest Lawn, but I've seen plenty of deer. So are coyotes really as wily as we were taught when we were kids by the cartoons? I wonder. Um, by the way, a coyote on deer attack is something you never, ever want to witness. It is, it's horrifying. I know it's nature. I get it, but it's utterly, it, it, I saw the aftermath and I can only imagine what actually witnessing it would be like. Just, just, uh, think about the worst possible thing you can ever imagine. That's pretty much what it's like, uh, involving an animal. 803-0930, star 930 one 616 wben I can't believe this. Dave, you've hit how many deer? Uh, this is Dave from Bliss, 41. Okay, 41 deer. This is a prodigious number of deer. I don't want you to go through each and every one, but what's the background? Like, What's, what's the basic story? Yeah, I'm on the road 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, and they're nuisance animals. 
Sometimes I hit two at a time. Uh, and I'm still counting. <laughs> uh, it, it sounds as though you're trying to hit them. No, I go 40 miles an hour. They're stupid. Well, they, they're certainly not at the top of the food chain. I'll grant you that. 41? Have this, has this all been in the Bliss area? Uh, Bliss, uh, nope. In fact, I just hit one a month ago on the 90 by the Galleria Mall. Good God. A barrier and boom, hit them in mid-flight, 60 miles an hour. They're all over the place. So, okay, why Why do you think? I am I, astonished by this number. Has anybody hit yeah. nearly as many deer as uh, Dave in Bliss, 41 and counting? Um, and still counting. Do, do you think it's anything that you're doing wrong? No, I, I've been living out in the country all my life. Have the I know well, where they're at, everything, but uh, they just in the ditches and they pop up and boom. How right about your road. How about your friends and and neighbors who live around you? Do they also have these uh, enormous uh, counts of deer? And not as many as me, because like I say, I'm on the road one, two a.m. every day for work. Good lord, good. Yeah. Have you ever come close and to hurting yourself? Have you ever come close to hurting yourself? No, one or two uh, ended up in my vehicle through the windshield. I one sometimes I put them in the back of my car and take them to work and got them put them in a body bag. One time, um, wait, wait, you've got body work. bags where you work? Yeah, I work at a hospital. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say uh, in Buffalo. We've got a we've got a mob hitman on the line. He goes after deer. He goes after beg. He goes after uh, borrowers who don't pay their debt. But only the small fry, not the big guys. Anyway. That, that that's yeah, fascinating I, to me. I had a deer in the back of my car. He came he came back alive, so I had to pull over, get a crowbar, and knock him out in the head, kill him in the car. With so, a crowbar. Yeah, I'm not making it up. I I have no reason to believe you're not the kind of guy who would make something like this up. <laughs> Hitting the deer with a crumb. I'm, I'm sorry, I should not laugh at that, but uh, wow. Um, I, I don't know if anybody's going to come close to that number, uh, Dave. That's that's pretty that's pretty yeah, impressive. But okay, they're all over the place, and I understand that. But your insurance company, tell me about your insurance company. I, I never report it. I just keep on going. Don't even look, look behind me, nor just keep on going to work. I never report it. I just. But you got to get your car fixed. Yard. You're hitting these big animals. They're going to do some damage. I got a lot of extra vehicles in the backyard. I live in the country, no neighbors, and I just take pieces off other cars and patch up the cars. <laughs> All right, well, have fun with inspection every year. How does that, how does that go for you? Yeah, I manage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Dave in Bliss, um, wow, that's uh, impressive. Did anybody catch the black humor in that at all? Okay, I hope so. All right, let's go to uh, – I'm not – look, okay, Josh, as a country boy, just thumbs up or thumbs down for right now. Is 41 a doable number? Because you, you live in the country. You were the inspiration for John Denver's, thank God. Okay, he yeah, he's doing the uh, Commodus thing in uh, Gladiator. He's wavering his thumb between up and down when the crowd is telling him whether Maximus should live or die. But he, he uh, jo Josh's BS meter, I think, is up a little bit at 41 deer. That sounds inconceivable to me. Inconceivable, but uh, I don't know. Did, did the man sound like a man who would tell tall tales? You be the judge. I don't think so. 
crowbarring one to death in the car. I, I mean, I don't know what he drives, but my crowbar is in the back of the car. I'd have to get in the back while the car was moving and get the crowbar and then do the deer in. Uh, let's go to Jethro in uh, West Seneca. Jethro, West Seneca, another ground zero for deer car collisions. You're on WBEN. It's funny you say that, Tom. Good afternoon. I'm driving down Seneca Creek Road right now, land of the uh, wild deer in Turkey. It's insane right now. There are about 30 of them I just saw down the road here. Anyways, uh, a couple of years back, I decided I was like, I hadn't been a hunter for a while. I wanted to get my hunting license back. So I decided it's a rainy day. There's nothing else going on my day off. I'm going to ride to the town hall, pick up my hunting license. I was on Indian Church Road, probably about a whole mile, mile and a half from my house, minding my own business, watching the road. It was about noon. All of a sudden, my F-150 full-size crew cab decides to go up on two wheels, and I couldn't figure out why as I'm picking glass out of my hair. And I realized that the town highway car was driving the other direction, and he's rolling down his window to check to see if I'm all right. And I said, what in the world was that? Because out of the corner of my eye, I had just seen this brown flash. The back door the, of the driver's side, a 10-point deer decided he wanted to run into it. I swear to God, these things are insane during this time of the year. They have The males have one thing on their mind, kind of like the old boys in Chippewa and down in Elmwood when I was back in college, like we used to, but uh, I digress. Um, well, no, and- it's, it's mating season. <laughs> I mean, the Bucks, exactly. the, we could use a rhyme here, but we get us in big trouble. The Bucks want to do Got something. It. Yeah, and I mean, it, this one, he had to have a, a, the scent of a doe in his nose because there was no way. These guys couldn't believe the size of this thing. Good Lord. Uh, no damage to the deer, apparently, because we couldn't find him. He decided to keep running off. Uh, you know, and so, uh, I'm way the, to get my, I was getting my license. I was going to get my hunting license. This thing must have known what I was doing because it was the middle of the day. They don't move during the middle of the day. Somebody take, Some deer had taken out a contract on you, sir, and this deer I tried swear. to collect in the contract. It was the Luca Brasi of deer. You got it. I mean, we're talking about $10,000 in damage to a pickup truck. Good Lord. Uh, and, but you had a witness, the, the town highway guy saw it. Yeah, but you know what? The, here's the capper of the whole thing. Not the damage or anything else, but we had to go to Thanksgiving dinner at my mother-in-law's. My wife decides to tell her the story. She says, oh, tell my mom the story about how the deer hit you. And immediately my mother-in-law goes, there is no way that deer hit you. You hit it. I said, did you see where the damage was in this thing? <laughs> it's behind the driver's door. How did it, I hit it? She used to work in the insurance industry, so she was not letting it go. But it, it, the the physical evidence is apparent that the deer hit you. You did not hit the deer. And even if you had hit the deer, my understanding is they can't jack up your insurance rates. You're still going to have to pay your deductible, but they can't jack it up because that's a non-chargeable accident. And you're exactly right. You're, you're right on that. It was just the whole fact of the way the inter- insurance companies use their terminology. And she just wanted to give me a hard time, and, and this went on for about a half hour. I finally gave up because I was not going to win the argument with her. Well, it, it's just it, it seems to me to be a, a rather foolish argument. I understand she works in the insurance industry, but uh, I've never heard of anybody. And maybe there's somebody listening who's had their rates jacked up because they hit a deer. It's supposed to be non-chargeable. And, and the reason I, ke- I keep saying that is – 
about 20 years ago, Transit Road, I saw a semi t- take out two deer at once. Uh, and you know, I called. I got home and I called the state police. I said, hey, there's a semi I just hit two deer and I gave the location. I said, if the guy needs a witness, I'll be happy to, you know, to submit a statement. And they said, well, you don't have to worry about that because it's a non-chargeable accident. I said, oh, all right, fair enough. Yep, exactly. My rights didn't go up, but it was just the argument with my mother-in-law. Eh, you know, what is it? Uh, what's the better part of valor sometimes? Walking uh, away? Knowing, yeah, knowing when to walk away and you yeah. Know, yeah, knowing when. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the call. Um, 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. Okay, now... I'm not trying to make this some kind of a morbid death count of deer, but is there anybody out there who has come close to hitting 41 deer, like our caller in Bliss said? And he's hit them all over the place, on the 90 near the Galleria. That sounds to me like a very high number of deer. Seriously, even if you were trying to hit them, the the chances of hitting 41 deer seem to me to be pretty, pretty remote. And keep in mind, the this entire area, and I cannot stress this enough, we all know where we live the best, right? And we all, you know, I live in the village of Williamsville. And I don't get out of there that much lately anymore. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, long story short, um, I, I see the deer that we have in the village and in the town of Amherst. And they're, they're freaking everywhere. Absolutely everywhere everywhere and of course on the side streets you've only got a uh, 30 mile an hour speed limit some some of the larger side streets now have a 25 mile an hour limit garrison which i think is ridiculous but anyway um i've i've seen dead deer along garrison road um and we're talking about this just because the other night sunday coming home arrow drive i, I there was the closest call i've ever had to hitting a deer and What's really weird is it didn't freak me out. I didn't have any kind of a panic attack. I'm just, I'm not given to panic attacks. And I just, I, I, my first thought was, well, I've got a show topic for when I come back. And uh, it kind of left it at that. But in retrospect, I'm glad it wasn't one of those situations where one deer was following the other deer because that second one I would have hit. Unfortunately, that happened with a dog many, many years ago. I still feel bad about that. It was a snowy night. I was driving very slowly. Dog runs in front of the car. I said, thank God I didn't hit the dog. Oh, there's another one. I just hit it. And it was was like a, a terrible feeling. Because um, I, I like dogs. There was just nothing I could do. The dog committed suicide. My car, the 75 Nova, was the instrument of its doom. I felt terrible about it, but there's nothing I could do. Ooh, Merry Christmas. Christmas comes this time each year. We're not talking about reindeer today, although nothing would surprise me. Uh, One guy called in. He's hit 41 deer. Have you hit a deer with your car, your motorcycle, your bicycle? Uh, About the only thing we haven't heard today is somebody was running, jogging, who had a deer run into them. I'm sure it's happened to somebody. Hopefully, they're listening to the show. Uh, And hopefully, that person wasn't seriously hurt. I mean, if you get some giant buck, these things are enormous. Have you seen them? 
And yeah, I'm sure you've seen the picture of the white deer in uh, West Seneca. Um, I don't know why it's got to be white, but uh, it's a white deer in West Seneca. Uh, very rare, but uh, it does happen. Albino deer. And uh, it's just a matter of time, I suppose, before somebody calls in and... See, that's why I don't believe in Bigfoot. I believe in deer because they're all over the place and people hit them with their car. I don't believe in Bigfoot because nobody's bagged one with a car yet. If Bigfoot really existed, somebody would have bagged one with a car. Yes? No? Are they smarter than we are? They, they come and carry off their dead and it doesn't leave a trail of blood? That's just foolishness. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to um, Mark in Arcade. Mark, you are on WBEN. Hello. Hello, how are you? Um, yeah, I hit 40, or I didn't hit 41. So, But I remember you saying about how they raised your rates. And I, <clears throat> I hit a deer about a year ago, and uh, my insurance went up. So I called and asked how come my insurance went up. And she said she'd look into it, and she says, well, they put you in a different – she called it a tier. So I went, like, say, from a tier 7 to a tier 10. And she says that's how they, they get around – um, raising their rates, even though New York State's not a recordable accident. So I don't know the correct terminology, but that's what she told me. So, cause, so with the Ford Ear hits, my vehicles are pretty new, so a lot of damage. So that's how they raise your rates. Well, is is that worth a call to the state insurance uh, department? Uh, it's a regulated business, as I recall, in New York State. Yeah, I, you would think, but I, that's what I complained about. This is all this is a no fault claim. So how come my rates went up? And they said, well, they just put you in a higher risk category, and that's how they get around it. All right, has anybody else had this experience? Because I was always told that they're non chargeable accidents, but they put you in a different tier of uh, yeah. of, of risk. Yeah, so I was in a higher tier. Plus, my daughter, she's under my insurance. She hit a deer of her car. Well, actually, two deer. And uh, live in the same year. So, yeah, I've hit two deer in the last two years. So they put me in a higher risk. So, And what did they raise your rates by per year? Uh, they went up like maybe $100. It wasn't extreme, but that's why I questioned it, you know, because right after I, you know, six months later, my rates go up. So and that's what, how she explained it to me. Uh, very, very interesting. Mark, I, I thank you for the call. Ha- has anybody else uh, had that situation? Have you hit a deer and your insurance goes up and then you call to inquire and you're told, well, we've put you in a different tier of risk? I, I, I always thought that wasn't supposed to happen. And is there something that's a little bit stinky about that, that the state insurance regulators ought to be, uh, at which ins- uh, the state insurance regulators ought to be looking? Uh, Here is uh, Mike, because, I mean, how are you responding? There is no way that any any person, if I'd have hit that deer the other night, there's no way any person could say I was at fault in any way. Not even doing the speed limit, being very, very cautious, and this damn thing was on a mission to run across Arrow Drive. Had I been doing the speed limit, goodbye deer and significant damage to the car. And those parts for that car seem to take forever to come in. Let's go to uh, Mike in North Tonawanda, another deer-heavy place. You're on WBEN. Hello. Yes, hello, Tom. How are you doing? Quite well. Thank you. Okay. Um, listen, now, it's not my story, but it's my brother's story. Um, him, his girlfriend, and a friend went out to the reservation over there in Sanborn. And um, 
there, you know, if you go out there, there's not many lights, you know, on the road going to, you know, Sanborn. And um, you could say, you know, they're going probably about 45, 50 miles an hour. And out of nowhere, a deer, you know, ran out in, in the road and jumped right on the car, um, smashing her windshield, uh, broke the windshield. Um, my brother's girlfriend was in the passenger side, and the deer was trying to get off uh, out of the windshield. Uh, his his back legs were in, in the windshield, and she told me this is this is back um, probably about maybe 12 years ago, and um, they uh, you know the deer got out and. They just kept on driving, but I just wanted to tell everybody, you know, uh, beware when you go out to Sanborn. There's a lot of deer out there, too. Oh, you know what? I, one of the things I think we're uh, uh, definitely amplifying on today is the fact that these deer are everywhere. Yeah, there are areas where there are, like, mini herds of deer, but pretty much anywhere you are driving, you can hit a deer. And the guy in Bliss says he hit 41. Is that a tall tale, or has anybody come close to hitting 41 deer? Uh, thank you. I'm sorry, what were you going to say? To me, it just seems unreal. <laughs> uh, all right, Mike, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I mean, 41 sounds to me like an extreme number. Um, that kind of surprises me. Um, I don't know if anybody's come close to that. We've heard people with, what, three deer, four deer, uh, but five deer, but uh, nobody came close to 41. That seems to me to be a uh, little bit on the high side, without calling the integrity of Dave in Bliss into question, just seemed a little bit out of uh, uh, out of the ordinary. Let's go to Chris in uh, crowbarring the crowbarring the deer to death. Also struck me as being a little bit extraordinary. Uh, let's go to uh, Chris in West Seneca. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hello. 2018, 2019, something like that. Rochester Winter Warrior half marathon it's four loops around a college campus over there and the deer ran across and hit some runners that were doing the half marathon you've got to be kidding me nope nope uh, same same race had other wildlife um coyotes running across the road and stuff in the in the vicinity of where we were running but uh i think i missed seeing it and i've seen deer there but no, i didn't see anybody get hit but uh, I did hear the stories from people at the end of the race that the deer ran across and actually ran into uh, one of the runners. I asked for it, and I'm getting it. So that actually has happened, and it happened in Rochester. Rochester, the Winter Warrior, was in January. Um, I can't remember the name of the college, but if you look it up on buffalorunners.com, you'll see there's Winter Warrior Half Marathon. It happens every single year over there. And, and Are there any references online to the deer hitting the runners? I don't think so. It's not something I think they would publicize. Well, I, I, I think the runners ought to know about it. I mean, if you could, if you're out running and you get antlered to death, that'd be a big thing. <laughs> no, I, it, it was wasn't an antlered deer. <laughs> okay, it was, uh, and it was just one that was running across the road and bad wow. timing of the person and the deer at the same time. That's what happened. Well, they they do get skittish. There's no accounting for them. Uh, it's funny because uh, I don't know if anybody else has this experience, but if you live on a quiet side street, uh, the deer tend to be considerably less skittish than the ones that don't live in heavily human populated areas. It's almost like they're used to it. It's almost like they're used to it. I actually saw a deer look both ways before crossing the street. I thought, you got to be kidding me. Oh, no, I've seen that in Chikawaga and West Seneca. They do that. They'll stand on the side of the road waiting. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. 
Uh, thank you very much, uh, Chris. I appreciate that. Yeah, li- literally, we'll see deer looking both ways and then going across the street. And again, I think if they're in an area where they're used to people, they're a little less skittish than the ones who live where there aren't so many people. Let's go to uh, Pat in uh, Niagara Falls. Pat, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, hi, Tom. Uh, I was, uh, I have a condo in in Fort Myers, Florida, and we got hit by Ian. And uh, my brother and I were on our way down there to uh, uh, rip out the floors and cut up drywall and everything else to make the place livable. And uh, just about there, I was uh, probably about 100 miles from Fort Myers, and this eight-point buck walks out in front of the car. I was doing about 30 miles an hour. And uh, they hit him with the right front fender. He spun around, put a big dent in my door. And uh, I'm 79 years old, first deer I've ever hit. And I was... was, uh, totally shy you just came out of nowhere but what i was telling your screener is that uh about 12 years ago i was at pike county illinois which is one of the deer hunting capitals of the country and when you drive along the roads up there you go by a gas station and there'll be 15 or 20 tow trucks at every gas station because they have the one driver was saying that they have 100 120 calls a night for deer auto collisions because there's so many deer. And when you get off the road, off the main expressways, you drive with your brights on, don't dim them for your oncoming traffic, and drive about five miles an hour because the deer are just everywhere. Wow. Uh, that yeah. <laughs> That is that's fascinating. I unfortunately wonder if we're on our way to that kind of a, a statistic here in western New York with some of these calls coming in. Well, you know, the problem, the big problem is just the politics that's involved here. I mean, uh, you, you can't, you, you, the population of the deer, where they are in Amherst and, and in Hamburg, and the, the population is, is just way outliving the food, the food sources. And these deer die during the wintertime. A lot of deer, there's a lot of dead deer. Uh, just because they can't survive on the food that's there and they have to keep migrating into town. You know, they really need to have some archery-controlled calling and stuff. I know they talk about uh, contraceptives. and I mean, they're they're made to be food. Venison is really tasty. I'll never know. I'll never touch it. But, uh, yeah, on the other side, I've talked to wildlife experts who say that that's a fool's solution, that all you do is you create a vacuum, and then the deer will simply reproduce to fill the vacuum. The contraception is the way to go when it comes to controlling deer. Man, I've heard this from a number of wildlife experts. Yeah, yeah, uh, experts. Yeah, uh, but you know, again, who's right, who's wrong? Uh, I, I haven't, I haven't a clue. Thank you very much, Pat. I, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate the call. Uh, it's coming up on three fifty at uh, News Radio nine thirty WBen. I mean, the contraception thing sounds great, but have you ever tried to put one on a buck? It's very difficult. They do not want you getting very close to it, and it's a little awkward, quite frankly, to reach down and. It's very difficult, and then afterwards you got to take it off. It's just horrible. Uh, let's go to uh, traffic on WBen. I think I found another career line I can try. Yeah, on the whole uh, how to control the deer thing. 
Um, I've talked to experts who say that uh, contraception is the way to go instead of culling. Uh, then I've talked to people who live in the country who are having problems with deer who say they shoot every deer they see and they've noticed a real reduction in the number of deer. So ultimately, who is right and who is wrong in the debate, I, uh, I honestly don't know. I don't know. But I, I will say that uh, it, it seems to me, and maybe you as well, that something has got to be done about the number of deer in western New York. What that something is, I don't know. But obviously, in this brief little snippet of people in western New York who have hit so many deer in so many places, there are one hell of a lot of deer, and more so than ever before. When, when you were a kid, did, did your parents ever take you to, like, Allegheny State Park or Letchworth and say, hey, if we're really lucky, maybe you'll see a deer? You know, all those times at Allegheny State Park and Letchworth State Park didn't see a single deer. All I've got to do, though, is drive down my street at night. I'll see four or five deer pretty much every night. And if we can only train them to eat the weeds instead of the stuff we want, stargazer lilies are the artichoke hearts of the deer salad. I have not been able to enjoy stargazer lilies for the past five years because the deer come along and goodbye stargazer lilies. It is Seriously, stargazer lilies are the artichoke hearts of the salad bar for deer. I, I, I fully believe that. Um, so anyway, all I can say as somebody who came very close to hitting a deer and who never, ever wants to hit a deer is uh, I'm not your dad, I'm not your mom or anything like that, but just please be careful driving out there because although sundown and sunup are peak times for deer movement, you can see them around here any time of the day. How many times in the middle of the afternoon you've been driving down the 90 and you look off and you see a mini herd of deer uh, browsing or whatever. What do deer do? They, they graze? Do they browse? They graze? Okay, so they're very finicky eaters. Okay, they graze on uh, on various stuff. So um, anyway, uh, interesting stuff. Um, are, are we consigning the 41 deer hit to the ash bin of BS? Are, are we going to call it the ash bin of BS? Is that because uh, because nobody's come close to that? Five is about the most anybody has uh, reported hitting. 41 uh, seems to me to be a, a bit much and. The uh, part about crowbarring the deer to death in the car while driving along, um, that, I don't know, that doesn't really pass muster with me. I, I, I'm sorry. That's something. That's one of those things I think I'd have to see evidence of before I would totally buy that. Uh, maybe, maybe Dave from Bliss uh, maybe was getting into the uh, Krupnik uh, a little bit, uh, just a little bit early. Here is uh, Keith in Arcade. Keith, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show, sir. Hi, Tom. Uh, oh, this was good 20 years ago. Uh, it was election night, and I was heading to Arcade to vote and live out in the country, and the roads were real snowy and, and slippery. And this buck come bounding out of the going rod, and I caught him right, right in the rib cage. Oh. And uh, I was driving a little Ford Ranger at the time. But, Tom, it was so darn funny. It, it, that deer, when I hit him, he went forward, and all four legs sprawled out. He looked like Bullwinkle on roller skates. I mean, it was sad that I hit a deer and killed him, but I, it, it was funny. He just spun around like a top. 
How about the uh, how about the sound that it made? We had an earlier caller say it was horrible. It's a, a whack. Um, I've I've hit them on the front of the vehicle, the side of the vehicle. In fact, one day, one morning, I was about five in the morning. I'm heading to work. Two doe come running across. One went in front of me, and that one cleared. And the second one. I looked in my mirror, and her head hit my rear bumper. I mean, and it, it's a whack, but, uh, yeah, it's it's something you don't want to do every day, but I'll never forget hitting that buck. No, well, I'll, I'll never forget uh, what happened on Sunday night, uh, just uh, an incredible, just with blinding speed. It, it, it was faster yeah. than a human could possibly react. Uh, but again, I think if you anticipate these things, um, you might be able to avoid some of these collisions. But deer are deer, yeah. and they get really skittish really fast. Thank you very much, Keith. I appreciate sure. the call. And, 